have a, I, I think I, you told me when, at one point in your life, one of your four kids was like, I don't want to have to own a car. I want to live a car-free life, which is really challenging depending on you where you live. Mm-hmm. Well, there was this guy that was completely committed to that. So what he did was he bought one of those little electric scooters, you know, like the, the yeah. Lime scooters that you would rent, those kind of things. But scooter, he, whatever he owned one. Tell. Yeah. And so this um, guy and his mom had just loaded the groceries at their in their car at the grocery store. And they look over and this guy's like got like five bags of groceries and he's coming back to his scooter with the groceries. And they're like, what? How, what's going to happen next? So they start filming him. And he gets out a, a vest, like one of those, like, you know, almost like he's a crossing guard. Yeah. One of those vests. Yeah. And he starts putting carabiners all over it. And then he starts latching the handles of the plastic grocery bags all over the carabiners. <laughs> And then they're like, what is he going to do with the watermelon? How, the watermelon's not in a bag. Uh-huh. How is he going to handle that? So he gets all these bags strapped all over him. And then he pulls out, I'm not making this up, a baby carrier. Like you would hold <laughs> your child in on your chest. Yeah. That dads and moms use for hiking and amusement parks and stuff. He puts the whole child carrier on straps the watermelon in there like a baby and then he kind of like shakes everything a little bit to make Make sure sure it's good and settled gets on the scooter and rides away there you go (laughs) i mean that is commitment to not owning a car and it was by the way it was raining i was gonna say it works great until it starts raining it was totally raining the whole time yeah You want your marriage to be strong, of course, right? Well, coming up, if these three key values align, it's really going to contribute to your marriage success. Hey, you want your marriage to be strong, of course, right? If these three key values align, it's going to contribute to your success, according to experts. It's finances, family, and lifestyle. So first, finances. You agree on how you want to spend your money, family. There's a shared vision of how you plan to create your family and care for your family. And then lifestyle, you enjoy putting time into the same activities like travel or exercising. And this was, wasn't was in this particular study, but I'm going to add a fourth. Okay. Uh, faith. You share the same faith values and put God first in your marriage. It's hard to love somebody else unconditionally if you haven't been forgiven and haven't received the unconditional love of Christ. So yeah, I'd say that's it's... No, that's numero uno. Finances, family, lifestyle. But yeah, we're, we'll start with faith. Absolutely. That, that's that got to be the, that's the foundation, right? That's if you don't have that, everything else is going to fall apart. What was that show? It was John Keonis, I think, on ABC, one of those news shows where it was like, what would you do? They'd create these fake situations where you had to decide whether to get involved and help or not. Do you remember that? <laughs> you mean well, be, turn into the progressive commercial? Was it called What Would You Do? <laughs> I think it might I have, have been no called, idea but anyhow, what you're talking about. But I yeah. felt like I was on that show the other day because a oh. lady in uh, in line, checkout line, needed some help desperately. I'll tell you what happened and if I got involved next. So I think that show was called What Would You Do? And they would put you in these fake, you didn't know it. It was kind of like uh, Candid Camera, these ethical dilemmas and how would you react to it? They would see it was like a study in human nature, right? You got okay. to watch how people would react. Yeah. I felt like... I was on one of those shows, um, lady in front of me at the grocery store, she was paying for her, uh, groceries with cash, which rarely see anyone doing anymore. And it was like, I don't know, $47 and 77 cents. And she's like, Oh, I've got the change. Hold on. Here we go. 25, 30, 
40. She's got all these nickels and pennies and stuff. 77 cents worth of change, only one quarter in the mix. And she gets it all in her hand. She goes to hand it to the cashier. She drops it. All of it. Oh, no. 77 cents all over the floor. Now, here's the what would you do part. She, a couple of them rolled near my feet. So I bent down to pick them up and she went to get, get it. And her nails were so long, she couldn't pick them up. Oh. She's like, would you help me? So I'm down like on all fours in the grocery store checkout line, picking up her 77 cents to pay for her Try not to think about the germaphobe (laughs) aspect of your personality and just be a gentleman. I just thought, (laughs) does this stuff happen to anyone but me? Does it happen Uh, to anyone but me? I don't think, no, I don't think it does because I was like, what are the chances of all the grocery stores on planet Earth, I would get behind the one lady on the planet that still pays with cash, including change, drops it all and then can't pick it up because her nails are too long. <laughs> what are the chances of that happening? I don't know, but why does it, that story make me happy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we had a great we had a great laugh. I mean it was really funny, but that was so sweet and kind of you to help that lady pick up her change or 77, 77 cents at the grocery cents. store the other day. But um, it's funny that that happened to you because something sort of similar happens to my husband all the time. No matter where we are, people ask him for help. It's the weirdest thing. We were even in Slovenia on a hike and these women stopped him. They were like, hey, how much farther to the top and asking him all kinds of questions. The other day um, we went mountain biking and we split up because I did an easier trail than him. I'm still kind of scared because of my breaking my wrist. And um, and I get back to the car and these all these this these couples asking him all about the trails. Then this other guy comes in and starts asking him questions. And we finally got in the car to leave and he, we both just started giggling. And I'm like, why does this always happen to you? I said, you must just have like a friendly face or something. I don't understand it. It's hilarious. Hmm. No that, matter where we go. That happens to people in radio a lot because you're. People will show up to an event and they figure because you've got the radio station booth set up, you know everything mm-hmm. about the venue. Yeah. Which way to the bathroom? I, I don't know, but when you find out, tell me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is really fun. I think I might be able to teach you a brand new word that you may have never heard before. I personally was today years old when I learned this. It is called, it's not a kid, it's not an adult, it's called cadult. <laughs> and not too long ago, they had the toy fair in New York City. Okay. And there was a whole unveiling of what they're calling cadult toys. <laughs> and you always say, like, my dad would have never been on a softball right. team and stuff like right. that. Well, We've never done anything um, like from that. From office trinkets to adult board games. Um, they even have supersized tricycles from a company called High Roller. No kidding. They even have a cadult <laughs> version of some classics like Light Bright. But apparently, I mean, you know, adult coloring books have been around for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now there's a whole line and, of adult toys. I mean, remember the commercial from back in the day? I'd want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. I'm a adult. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, parenting pro tips. I love when I come across those. Like something like, that's genius. Why didn't I think of that? Wait till you hear what this mom has done so she can get a nap with her kids. Well, t- I'll tell you about it next. So you've got a genius hack on how a mom can actually get a nap? Yeah, and this is when the kids are little. This is what this mom does. She gives okay. each kid a sketch pad and crayons and all, all kinds of stuff. And she says, hey, here's what I want you to do. Draw a picture of mommy. Be very, very detailed of me napping. 
And the kids, the kids draw the picture of her while she gets a 10 or 15 minute nap. I was going to say, with that attention span at that age, that's like a five minute nap at best. Oh. Don't you wish sometimes when it comes to parenting, you could put yourself in timeout? We're going to talk about that in just a minute. You know, I was thinking about it after talking to a friend the other day, and I think sometimes it would be good if parents put themselves in timeout. And follow along with me, Kev. See Mm -hmm. see what you think of this. So a friend of mine, um, her son was at work, and she found something in his bedroom that shouldn't have been there. And just so your mind doesn't go crazy, it was he's got major health issues and he wasn't taking any of his vitamins and he was hiding them in his bedroom, all those expensive supplements. (laughs) And, um, she was infuriated. She felt lied to. She felt, Mm. she was so angry. She was trying to do what was best for her son. Yeah. And because her son was at work, she was able to cry and mourn and be frustrated and yell and all the things. She even made herself go for a hike no to kidding. talk and pray to God about it. <laughs> she called her sister to get some advice who's been through some tough stuff with her mm. kids. And um, when her son got home from work, she was able to handle it like this mature, experienced parent. <laughs> and she thinks it was like too, truly a God thing. So the sister that, took the brunt of everything. Well, <laughs> I think by the time she called her sister, there had been a lot of crying and screaming okay. and talking to God. But... Um, she was able to handle it mm. really, really well. And oh, uh, cool. one of the big punishments is no phone. Oh, been taken away. That's the ultimate punishment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you mentioned something earlier about parents wishing they could put themselves in timeout. I think that happens more than we realize. And usually it's mom like slinking off and yet like she'll put the give the iPad to the kid or put a put a, a movie on or something and she'll go in the bathroom. I have literally had friends call me from their closet. From the closet. I'm in the closet. You won't believe what happened. I'm in timeout. (laughs) You remember a few years ago, we did a promotion, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Taylor, and we hooked somebody up with tickets to a baseball game during the day. And and we got somebody to give us a Ferrari for the the day and stuff. It was like reliving Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Well, uh, Ferris Bueller has come to life again. And not in a good way. Please don't tell me you're going to say something negative about Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I love that movie. Well, it's not not the movie, but something that happened in the movie has come to life. And it was not one of the good things that happened. Uh, a, A guy goes to the airport and he parks his brand new Corvette with the valet. It's only got like 300 miles on Uh-oh. it. And with a, a high-end sports car like that, there's a break-in period where you're not supposed to take it over a certain <gasps> RPMs. Um, so he leaves it thinking this is the most responsible thing to do, leaving it in the hands of the trusted valet. Well, the valet took it for laps around. the. There was a circular drive around the airport. No. And the guy found out because there was an internal dash cam that the valet didn't know about. And he drove it and he got it way above the RPMs, not the speed, but the RPMs it was supposed to go above. And the guy's like on the phone with somebody while he's driving saying, oh, yeah, some guy just dropped this off. I'm taking him for laps. So that remember that happened in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. The valet took the took Ferris's friend's dad's Ferrari out for a a joyride. Right. Right. They try to step back the mileage. The guy gets back. He sees the mileage are wrong. He checks the dash cam. And and now he's trying to get the airport to give him a letter saying if anything goes wrong with this car long term, you're going to cover it. Because it was during the break-in period. So, yeah, Ferris Bueller's Day Off comes to life. That's not in a good way. Okay, Kev, you know how not too long ago on the show we talked about 
How do you feel about parents using those Apple AirTags to, to keep track, track of their the kids? kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I used to be judged for using one of those kid leashes at mm-hmm. the amusement park. Uh, well, there's someone who reached out, one of our listeners, and they're using the Apple AirTags for something pretty fascinating. I'll tell okay. you about it in just a minute. So not too long ago on the show, we talked about parents using Apple AirTags to keep track of their kids. Like one mom of four uses them at the beach. Mm-hmm. And if the kids get too far down the sand away from her, she makes the alert go off and they know, uh-oh, mom's saying get on back close to, you know, mm-hmm. mother hen. Get right. The chicks need to gather. Well, one of our listeners reached out and guess what? She uses the Apple AirTags to keep track of her parents. And I was like, get out. How do you attach them? A pocket or what? And she got back to me. She said, we put one on the back pocket of the passenger seat of my dad's car. We keep track um, of where he is in case something happens. And it's definitely for safety reasons. What I I need to ask her is does your dad know that you stuck that in the back of his car? Crazy. Oh my gosh, Taylor, have you ever had this happen where something happens in real life and you're kind of sad for a person and then you see it happen again on a TV show or a movie and you're like, oh my gosh, that just happened to so-and-so. That's happening in our lives. I'll tell you about it next. Okay, so there's a friend of ours, not going to tell who it is, don't want to embarrass them or their boyfriend, but they had a pretty big anniversary coming up. And let's just say the young lady is hoping, wishing, and praying that the question will be popped. Oh, and it never is. It never is. And a big it was like their anniversary of dating or something. It's Uh been years. She was thinking, Ari, this is it. Yeah. And a jewelry box came (gasps) out and she opened it up and it was a necklace. With his initials on the necklace. What? <laughs> With his initials? Not the two of them? To like a so-and-so plus so-and-so? You would think that the this dude would have enough awareness, situational awareness, to, to know there's been so much pressure applied to him that if it wasn't going to be an engagement ring, do not no go jewelry. jewelry. At all. Do not, because it's only going to be wah, wah, And the wah. same thing happened in a show you were watching? Yes, it happened in a show we were watching like a week <laughs> later. Literally the same exact item, necklace with initials on it. That's hilarious. And the, and the girl was like, I can't believe he did that. We were I'd like, be kind of like, cow. run away, run away. Is this a sign of narcissism? He right. gave me a necklace with his right. initials. You claim me (laughs) (laughs) okay so we've talked in the past about the empathy belly it's like a a vest that guys wear so they know what it feels like how bad your back and your feet hurt when you are like eight months pregnant Mm -hmm, what's mm -hmm. it like and and guys after wearing the empathy belly gate they cook dinner more often they gave their wives more foot rubs well this woman came up with a redneck version of the empathy belly and she took saran wrap And, you know, it's that time of year. So she took a big pumpkin and saran wrap to his belly (laughs) and then two smaller pumpkins like pie, you know, pumpkin pie pumpkins and put them Uh up top. And then she goes through a series of events. She's like, all right, babe, get off that couch now. And he's like, and then she's like, "Okay, move the laundry from the washer to the dryer. He's like, oh, and he has to squat. She goes, that's how I do it. She's fully great with child. You should have been like, tie your shoes. (laughs) Oh, she did that. She She threw shoes at him and said, tie your shoes, babe. It was hilarious. Don't you just love those people in your life that make the world a more beautiful place? This lady has the coolest name. Her name is Tosh 
Fructco, <laughs> Fructco, and she came up with a brilliant way to transform a very drab city. She volunteered in her hometown of Gloucester, England, to paint people's boring brown homes in vibrant colors for free. And adding color and creativity can completely change the aesthetic of the street and the lives of the people living there. No, not only did it lift people's spirits, but there was another side benefit. It upped people's home values by like 30 percent. Mm. And people say she transformed their street into a work of art. Don't they call them, uh, isn't it like Gloucester? Yeah, I wasn't saying it right, was I? I don't know. I, I, that's what I said. I, I she don't know. said it with this such a Glouc- beautiful Glouc- British accent that I, I played it like three times. I'm like, how is she saying that? I no, think that's no, how you said it, no, which no. which must make Americans sound very funny when we go over there. Hey, where's Gloucester? Yeah. <laughs> you mean Gloucester? <laughs> no, read it. It's spelled Gloucester. <laughs> you should see these streets. I, they are so beautiful, yeah. so vibrant. Sounds cool. Okay, be super honest. Coming up, are there certain things people do that make you secretly judge them? You can be honest. Are there certain people, uh, things that they do... That make you secretly judge them. Hmm. People are giving brutally honest responses, admitting what bugs them. Coming in at number one, the attention seekers on Facebook Hmm. that post things like a hospital wristband or a caption like, boy, that was crazy. And then they never give you any details. I call it vague booking. Um, The second thing that we're secretly judging people that's driving us crazy, um, giving a sentimental gift to someone and then recording their emotional response, even with permission, they say it feels like it takes away from the genuine gesture. Uh, parents let their kids roam around and destroy things in stores or restaurants. And finally, people who cry in front of the camera and post it on social media. Hmm. Well, it's interesting. Four out of the five are social media related. Yeah. That's what people are. It says where, secretly where is judging our, people. But where from- is our focus? It's on social media because stuff like uh, in the real world isn't isn't bugging us. What's yours? What are you secretly secretly judging? Secretly judging people for? Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I have one. I have one totally I have to came think to mind. about it. I'll admit it. Um, it's when people park in the fire lane at the grocery store because oh. whoever's with them, oh, they're just running in for one thing. Yeah, so uh, so am I, and so is everyone else. But if there's a fire, they parked <laughs> right. That's why the fire lane is there. Oh well, there's no fire, but that's what it's for in case there is. Right. That's mm-hmm. all that bugs me. Yeah. Bugs me to no end. <laughs> so we're not supposed to judge, right? I mean, Jesus told us that. Judge not, let, let, let you be judged. So instead of saying, like, what do we secretly judge? What secretly irritates us? <laughs> <laughs> Put the politically correct term on that? it. So I already shared mine. Taylor, will you share yours? Yeah, okay. I will. All right, something that secretly I'm not, irritates Taylor. I'm not Taylor. proud of it. We want to hear from you, Taylor. What is it that uh, secretly irritates yeah, you? Yeah, and... um. Kevin knows this about me because he has to hear it sometimes. Okay, well, what is it? What and is so, it? Uh, yeah, it's um, when I mail a gift, especially to one of my nieces and nephews, mm-hmm. and you literally hear nothing. So you're like, did they get it? Oh, you're ghosted on Do a they thank even you know, or whatever? Like, did it arrive? And I'll be like, <laughs> I'll be asking Glenn, hey, did did that check clear? It'll go, oh, yeah, I cleared. <laughs> And so then I know, okay, good. So-and-so got their birthday gift for me. So when someone doesn't um, acknowledge a gift, you get upset. Yeah, because like the other day I sent a Just Because gift to my niece, Ava. Mm-hmm. And it was so sweet. She sent me a picture of it and just said, thank you. And mm. like, it's like, oh, cool, she got it. Um, so yeah, I do like to know people got it. I'm not looking for like this big, like, 
oh my gosh, this is the best gift in the whole world or anything. Just, I'd like to know it arrived. Mm. Other than having to ask my husband if the check cleared, <laughs> which I have done many times, especially with one particular niece or nephew. And I have 11 of them, so I'm not outing any one of them. It's just, yeah. And you're, you are really good at, at sending a thank you note. Taylor sends thank you uh, notes for thank you notes. I'm not kidding. She really does. <laughs> my mama taught me that. She does the same thing. Thank you for your thank you note. No, she doesn't do a thank you for thank you note. She just does written thank you notes. Okay, so picture this. You had a really awful, horrible day, and you want to pop on a TV show or a movie that's sure to put you in a good mood and lift your spirits. Um, After all, close to half of people in a recent survey admitted they can't watch heavy or stressful shows Unless they're in the right mood. Mm, I've totally done that. Oh, my wife is like that. I'm like, I'm not prepared for that right now. I can't handle this tonight. I I just need something silly. I need something stupid to make me laugh. So the top three TV shows that people said helped them turn their day from bad to good, Mm -hmm. according to a new survey, Modern Family, Friends, and The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, Gilmore Girls made the list, too. On the flip side, shows that stress us out the most include... Breaking Bad, Grey's Anatomy, and Ozark. And I don't know what this says about me, but I have never seen either, all three of those shows. Here's the show that will put you in a good, think I can handle it. a good mood. In spite of yourself, it will make you smile no matter what. America's Funniest Videos. You watch that show and you will be cracking up in spite of yourself, right? <laughs> the only, you know what? There's only one category of videos that my wife and I don't like. And that's the ones where you don't know if the person really got hurt. Like they'll show them like, I don't know, the driveway's oh, covered, yeah, covered like in ice and they're like, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. And Boom. this is what's so cute about you and Tracy. Don't you watch it live every week? No, well, we we TiVo it. Oh, okay. I thought you were still watching it live. But no, we watch it like when it comes on, we'll TiVo it and we'll start watching it like 15 minutes later. That's so cute. Because we just want to be able to fast forward through stuff we don't want to see. It's adorable. So. It's like... It's your generation's wheel of fortune. <laughs> right. Five minutes to funniest home videos. Five minutes to funniest home videos. Kids will be like, <laughs> you know, all that stuff is you could just watch YouTube or <laughs> Reels or Instagram or whatever. Uh-huh. All of those videos are there already. And we're like, yeah, but they've done all the hard work for us. <laughs> the funniest ones, these are, did you get the name of the show? America's funniest. <laughs> so you got to watch the ones that aren't so funny. We just watch the, the greatest hits.